Rest isn't a luxury or something to only do when time allows or when all the to-dos are done or when everyone in your life has gotten everything that they need from you. You cannot, in fact, work harder and harder, rest less and less, and expect that your body, your brain, and your immune system will continue to function well. Welcome to the PA is in the show created by PAs for PAs where codependency with your supervising physician is a thing of the past. Optimal team practice is the future and physician associate has taken the place of physician assistant as the professional title of choice. I'm Tracy Bingaman and I'm obsessed with redefining what success as a PA looks like and what it feels like. Here you'll find the mindset shifts, systems, and processes I use to escape healthcare burnout and integrate my work into my life. Work-life balance is a myth and an integrated life where you thrive professionally, not a balancing act, is the goal here. My mission is to help you to grow into a unicorn PA who loves their job, has abundant energy, time to spare, and work-optional financial freedom. The PA is in. One of my very favorite things about being a podcaster is crossing paths with other incredible podcasters. If you love this show, especially when I share about my experience with healthcare burnout and recovery, you're going to want to check out the podcast, Burnout, What I've Learned So Far, hosted by my friend, Meg Letty. Meg is a former CT surgery PA turned advocate for healthcare provider wellness. Turn in to hear how she recovered from burnout and integrated well-being into her life to create a life of dreams, not nightmares. Add burnout, what I have learned so far with Meg Letty to your podcast queue to start your journey to wellness and healing today. Back to another episode of The PA Is In. Today, I'm going to share with you one of my secret weapons in life and in recovering from burnout. Say it with me. Rest is best. When I went through burnout, my nervous system was shot. I was physically too wound up, too stuck in that fight or flight reaction to truly be able to rest. Some people might look at that and think, wow, you must have been so productive. And to be honest, I was. If at that time when I was burned out, someone had asked me for a report on, say, how many of our post-prostatectomy patients experienced erectile dysfunction based on an in-office symptom survey, I would have had it done in three days or less. I was efficient. I was effective. I was raising my hand for projects. I was leaning in at work almost because I couldn't rest, because I couldn't turn my brain off, because I wasn't able to actually relax and live in the moment. I needed that work. I needed that distraction. The problem, I wasn't sleeping. I was in no way able to turn my brain off and I wasn't able to rest at all. At the time, despite never being a caffeine drinker, I was as jittery as all get out. I was jumpy, reactive, volatile, and perpetually exhausted. I was quite frankly, an insomniac who was ill and suffering. This episode of The PA Is In is a candid update on what I've learned in the past couple of years about rest. I am in no way an expert on rest, except for that I have figured out a little bit how to embrace the fact that I am a human being who needs rest. And 
that I realized that my inability to rest, relax, and recharge was not doing me any favors. And I can finally see that now. First up, the importance of rest. At the time of my deepest burnout, I physically couldn't sleep. This was a combination of the fact that I was overstimulated and almost too exhausted to get any good rest. I was sleeping from maybe 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Each night at 2 a.m., I would wake up. I was worried about my patients. I was thinking about work. My mind was racing. And once I woke up, I had at the time severe hyperthyroidism and associated tachycardia. So once I was up, I would wake up out of a dead sleep with a heart rate of maybe 130 and immediately feel raring to go. Like I couldn't catch my breath, like I couldn't slow my racing mind, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So here I was. I'd wake up from a deep sleep, panicked about something from a work standpoint, and because my heart was racing so profoundly, I would not be able to fall back asleep. So ultimately, I'd reach on my bedside table. I'd end up scrolling on my phone, checking our my work email, which I still had on my phone at the time. And at that time, we had a work sign-out email that would go out in the evening and that throughout the nights, the surgeons would update with a reply all. So if they were on call... They would send a reply all usually as things were happening throughout the night. So it's like three in the morning, they send an update about a septic patient who needed an emergent stent or the testicular torsion and the discharge plan for that patient for the morning. And it wasn't that they were trying to invade my privacy or my sleep. It was that the email icon was there and I was awake and my mind was racing. And so I needed something to do. So I would check my email and then... Through some combination of the stimulation of reading that work sign out email and the blue light would then propagate me being wide awake at two, three in the morning. My mind would be racing. I would be dreading the next day. I would be dreading the time when my alarm would go off because I would know that I would feel exhausted having only gotten a few hours of sleep. And I was letting tomorrow's worries steal tonight's peace. At that time, often I would get up and work on podcast episodes and start answering emails and doing things in the middle of the night. And oftentimes people in my life who cared about me would be worried because they would be getting emails from me at three in the morning and they were wondering when I was getting rest. Honestly, even when I think about that time, I get a little bit of that frenetic energy that dictated my life at the time. So here we go. (laughs) That's the place where I started. I am a human being who has been through this, who has been burned out, beyond exhausted, unable to reap the benefits of rest. And I'm going to share with you what I've learned in the last three years about rest and recovery and being a human being and listen to your body in the three years since the depths of my burnout. Lesson number one, rest isn't elective. One way that I've learned to reduce that significant, profound sense of overwhelm that resulted from my burnout is to realize that rest is not, in fact, elective. Rest isn't a luxury or something to only do when time allows or when all the to-dos are done or when everyone in your life has gotten everything that they need from you. You cannot, in fact, work harder and harder, rest less and less, and expect that your body, your brain, and your immune system will continue to function well. During this time when I was burned out, my immune system was simultaneously at an all-time low, 
and somehow also supercharged and attacking my own cells. I had a bout of pneumonia. I was diagnosed with autoimmune hyperthyroidism, which resulted in profound persistent tachycardia. At the time, my nervous system and my immune system were so revved that I was practically vibrating. My resting pulse was anywhere from 110 to at one point above 200. And I was like, just like a, I don't know, like a cartoon jacked up reverberating version of myself. Rest was what I needed at that time. And I didn't get that it was a necessity. I have since realized it is something that we need. And understanding that it's something that we need is super important. Lesson number two. It's important for your brain too. Rest isn't just for your body. Certainly, I needed to rest my body and to tell my nervous system and my immune system that all was well and that it was safe and that there was no tiger in sight and there was no need for me to fight it or run away. Rest is vital for your mind to recover also. Studies have shown that we are more productive when we rest. Rest improves our executive cognitive function, and it means that we can do things like think critically and problem solve and make the decisions and diagnosis that our patients need from us. Science has proved that stepping away, taking a rest and a break leads to restored mental energy, enhanced focus, creativity, and problem solving. Taking a break and taking that time and space that you need can result in preventing burnout, and increasing your efficiency, which is a little bit counterintuitive, right? I'm telling you that you can get more done if you rest more, but that's what the science shows us. And it doesn't have to be massive hour-long breaks or vacations or time away, short breaks, even five minutes at a time, where you do things like take a walk around the office, stretch, or take a couple of deep breaths can lead to better productivity and happiness in your life. Lesson number three, schedule it or it won't happen. One of the most important things that I have learned in the last three years is that if it's not scheduled, it's most likely not going to happen. With a busy household of seven humans and two dogs, there are a lot of things that end up on our calendar. As someone who has realized that I'm prone to overcommitting, overworking, and downright overthinking things, overscheduling is a big problem for me. I know that I need to actively block time if I don't want things to be scheduled into that space. Blocks of time for rest and downtime will prevent me from agreeing to take the kids on a play date or sign up for volunteering or even commit to a social outing for Dan and I during time when I need rest. For our family, this means setting aside one or two nights per week where we don't commit to birthday parties or sporting events. I try to make sure to leave myself a good chunk of time on the weekends for two things. One, accomplishing tasks and getting those things that need to get done, done. And also taking a break from getting things done and focusing on rest and doing things like reading or playing or hanging out with my family. If you only take one sheet of paper to your next negotiation, let it be the PA Pay One Sheet. It's a tool designed to walk you through setting up the ideal outcomes, assessing the situation you are negotiating in, and it even includes a reminder of which negotiation skills you can use. Stop what you are doing. Download the One Sheet. Print it out. 
fill it out, and literally bring it to the table with you when you are negotiating next. It's designed specifically to work in healthcare settings wherever you are. You can use the PA1 sheet to get the best deal, the biggest raise, and to help your confidence walking into your next negotiation. Head to www.tracybingaman.com slash one, that's O-N-E, to download your free copy of the PA Pay One Sheet and start prepping for your next negotiation today. It's linked in the show notes, but in case you missed it, it's at www.tracybingaman.com slash O-N-E. I make sure to communicate with Dan when I am feeling the schedule get overwhelming. There is a sweet spot for our family where there are enough activities for our kids, sports, and social lives, but not so many that we are scattered and running here, there, and everywhere each night of the week. Sometimes scheduling this downtime and rest requires that I say no to things or ask others for help. My inclination is almost always to be the default person for tasks And when I need a break, I have to remind myself that I'm not supposed to be an army of one. This blocking of your schedule concept extends to work also. Making sure that you're using your paid time off, blocking days well in advance, and taking time without guilt or worry. I once read a study that said that 55% of paid time off in the United States goes unused each year. Not taking those days of paid time off essentially means that your employer is saying, please stay home today. We will pay you anyway. And that you're saying, nah, I'm good. I'll come in. Part of being able to lean into rest is figuring out how much rest you need. And what you need is going to be different from what I need is going to be different from what your best friend or your coworkers need. Realizing when you need that rest and making it a part of your schedule is so important. Lesson four, rest isn't for the weak or the weary. What's that saying? Isn't there a saying no rest for the weary? Well, I've got news for you. Rest isn't just for the weak and it's not for the weary either. In order for you to function at 100% and to be firing on all cylinders and to be the best version of you, you need rest. This is true regardless of who you are and what commitments you've made in the past. Sometimes being able to get that rest means that you have to change your plans. I found that making rest a part of the rhythm of my life is the best way to create a sustainable pace for life and for work. The alternative is living a life of fits and spurts where sometimes you are sprinting and sometimes you've collapsed, unable to take one more step. I've been there and it's physically and emotionally exhausting to live in that space of sprinting and collapsing and sprinting again. Doing less and making time for rest paradoxically allows you to do the things that matter most to you. It helps you to be able to be present and intentional and focused on those tasks, things, and people that matter most to you. Lesson five. Even heroes need rest. Healthcare heroes is one of my least favorite phrases. When we were in the height of the pandemic and the community was rightly celebrating those who continued to go to work, to risk their own lives and care for patients suffering with COVID and other ailments, they coined that term healthcare heroes. I don't know for sure exactly where it came from. Maybe it came from the media. Maybe it came from those who were supporting us from our community. 
healthcare workers and support staff were deemed heroes for risking their lives, for showing up, and for doing their jobs. But the thing about being kind as a hero is that it makes you sound like you are superhuman. It draws to mind images of heroes like Wonder Woman, Superman, Iron Man, and The Flash. Beings that are larger than life with powers that are similarly too incredible to be true. Newsflash. Healthcare heroes are human beings. They are not superhuman. We are not superhuman. We are human beings who require rest in order to function. We may have been collectively painted with a brush of being superhuman and setting aside our fear during COVID, but we are in fact still and will always be human beings. Our existence in and of itself requires rest and recovery. It doesn't make you any less heroic to take a break and lean into the rest that your body is craving. Rest is one of those things that I am still working on. That happens a lot with this show. I teach often the things that I need a reminder of myself. I still find it hard to turn off my brain and remove distractions and live in the moment. I'm definitely sleeping better than when I was during burnout, but occasionally I will still wake up and find that my mind is racing. Growth has occurred in learning how to listen to my body and figuring out how to avoid things like overscheduling and overcommitment. I'm definitely much better at taking guilt-free paid time off and also encouraging the people in my life to do the same. I continue to struggle in asking for help, but I think that that is coming along also. I hope that this episode serves as a reminder to you that you are a human being who needs rest and recovery to be the very best version of you. Growth and change takes energy and time, and that energy and time don't, doesn't exist if you aren't willing to rest and recover in between. You are a person first and a PA second. You deserve rest and recovery in order to keep taking care of the people that you love the most and also to take care of your patients. That's all for today. I will catch you next time on The PA Is In. This PA is out. Congratulations. You've just joined an awesome club. By listening to a full episode of The PA Is In, you are officially on the Unicorn PA team. Welcome aboard. What most team members do is they subscribe to the podcast because that allows them to automatically get the latest episode of the show. The life of your dreams exists on the other side of taking action. Keep making small shifts and keep getting better. Your life will improve, your career will soar, and you will have the confidence you need to create your own success. I will see you in the next episode. This PA is out.